Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Okay, guys, it's your host, Tim O'Connor. Tim O'Connor for Liberty on Facebook. We're live on WYSL AM in the Rochester area. And today's show, guys, it's July 1st, 2021. Remember, success is not final, failure is not fatal, and it's courage to continue that counts. And so, guys, you're going to hear me talk about a lot. A guy who is the Erie County Libertarian Party chairperson and also an incredibly active libertarian. Um, his name is Dwayne Whitmer. He's a libertarian. And he has a statement. He's on the ballot. He wants to be the Erie County Comptroller. So, if you don't mind jumping right into the show, we're going to read Dwayne Whitmer's statement. The political class tried as hard as they could, but has proven time and time again, the private class works harder. Through rainstorms, some snow, heat waves, and the fear of COVID, we were able to gather more than enough signatures to get on the ballot. Like we predicted, the political class doesn't want outsider, independent, and qualified candidates running for office. This time, we were challenged by the GOP, who needed someone to blame for the lack of enthusiasm around their own candidate. The Erie County GOP, instead of running a candidate for mayor of Buffalo, would rather attempt to suppress candidates. How's that for election integrity? And these are Dwayne's words, um, but he's got more on that later. And I think he's talking about uh, the Steve Filano candidacy, who is, guys, he's a, a uh, libertarian-ish, Republican-ish. He ran for, um, he ran for he was trying to run for mayor of of uh, Buffalo, and he's run for other offices, and he's very active with the uh, 2A NYS, um, very pro-Second Amendment. He's actually won. He's he's worked with Jim Ostrowski, and he's actually won 2A cases. Um, and so, basically, to carry on, um, last Thursday, our hearing to fight the challenge to remove my name from the ballot... Um, Having a little bit of technical difficulties. So last Thursday, we had a hearing to fight the challenge to remove my name from the ballot. As much as the GOP tried, they did what they're best at in Erie County, losing. This is when the sketchy and quite revealing issue started. Another Republican insider mentioned there was no acceptance filed. After I won the challenge and verified I had enough signatures to stay on the ballot, a document specifically included in the petitioning paperwork turned up missing from their office. One of the advantages of technological advances, thanks to the free market capitalism, is that everybody has a high-quality camera in their pocket. We were able to present photographic evidence of the acceptance being put in the envelope and mailed. Miraculously, like water into wine, the acceptance materialized and they found it, allegedly still in the envelope in which it was mailed. Dwayne is calling on election integrity-loving Republicans to question the handling of this process. My campaign will be issuing a press release asking the Erie County Board of Elections about their process, handling paperwork, and asking other candidates to come forward with their stories. At the end of the day, 
let's defund politicians, bureaucrats, and vote Whitmer for comptroller. Um, first of all, guys, congratulations is going out to Dwayne Whitmer. He is exactly the right guy. He ran for Congress out in also for, in the Buffalo area, in the Erie County area. He is a positive, proactive, um, <coughs> excuse me, positive, proactive, politically motivated, fighting for freedom individual. And that's who we need to run these races. So when we talk about uh, not just Dwayne Whitmer and not just the Republican Party, but guys, let's talk about the Republican Party and their operatives. Locally, we had a race where a guy was running to get on the ballot or to get on the Republican Board of Administrators, however that, that stuff works. His competitors, other Republicans, fronted a candidate and put that person on the tried to get that person on the ballot. So how that how that ends up working out is that the person that they put on the ballot wasn't even a resident of the county, didn't have any interest in being serving on the Republican board. And so when it came down to what was going to apparently be some sort of uh, fiasco, complete election fraud thing, miraculously, on the day of the primary ballots getting counted, um, our guy was... Uh, our, my friend was actually uh, tied exactly with the other person that was fraudulently, or at least fraudulently is a tough word, but was put on the ballot inappropriately. Um, who didn't want to be on the ballot, didn't want to compete with this guy. Miraculously, when the mail-in ballots came in, he was he came out the winner with uh, by two votes. All right, guys. So apparently, uh, and I apologize to everyone on WYSL, but right now I got to talk to the Facebook folks. I see your comments and I apologize that the audio is not coming through. I'm not exactly sure what's going on, but I'm going to work on that and see if we can get that fixed. And I spent a lot of time. Guys, is it coming through now? This is not a victimless crime. Guys, I get it. I know, man. I hope that you guys do bear with me. This is a whole new process for me. It's a kind of an incredibly new experience so i've done a lot of live videos and perhaps you could go to tim o'connor for liberty and check out some of them um i did one with brian larusso a local republican candidate who is fighting not just the power structure of his own party but the power structure in his local town to become supervisor and to start to serve his local community better and I, again guys I, bear with me i appreciate all the comments that i I'm really sorry to everybody, including the WYSL, WACK audience for this moment yeah, of confusion, but hopefully it's going to all come together here.
Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Guys, it's Tim O'Connor on A Free Solution. Live on WYSL and WACK. And I am bringing you some news today, guys. Just released from his conviction, Bill Cosby. Guys, congratulations to Bill, I guess. Um, If you guys want to call in, the number right there is 866-552-1009. And let's just give you a little background. I read an article today from the New York Times about Bill Cosby's release. Um, More than 50 women accused him of sexual improper, sexual assault, Horrible, horrible things, drugging them for, uh, (coughs) excuse me, um, drugging them and taking advantage of them sexually. So, most of the cases were, in fact, unprosecutable. And the question becomes, guys, at some point, when you take a look at what happened here, the court's decision overturned the first major, uh, major criminal conviction of the Me Too era which came soon after allegations of sexual assault had been made against a powerful Hollywood producer, Harvey Weinstein. The accusations and eventual conviction of Mr. Cosby stunned the nation, painting a disturbing portrait suggesting that a man who had brightened America's living rooms as a beloved father figure had been a sexual predator. Guys, that's an obvious problem. I think that the issue is when we take a look at the legal system, Bill Cosby, at no point do we know whether he did this or he didn't do it, but the fact is, is that he was convicted and he has now been released basically on what we would call a technicality, right? And so how does this all play into everything? Middle-class America has very limited resources to access what we would call the legal system, whereas Bill Cosby has unlimited access to access the legal system. So when we take a look at the reasons why he got out, at some point he had admitted or discussed with a prosecutor that the things I'm about to say are not convictable offenses. I'm going to offer you information about my behavior, blah, 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 blah. It's called a non-prosecution agreement, and it's sort of like a plea bargain. And so basically, he sidewinded, sideplayed the whole system. He spent three years in jail and now has been released on his own recognizance. I find that stuff to be unfortunate. I find that stuff to be sad. I don't know. When I take a look at these situations and how it plays into our mainstream psyche and stuff like that, it's it's very disappointing. I think that Bill Cosby probably has been proven to be completely sexually inappropriate. And now he's going to be walking the streets again. And that is incredibly disappointing. If you have any comments, questions, or you want to call in, again, the number 
Excuse me, guys. All right, I think uh, I think that the audio is getting itself straightened out. And once again, guys, I appreciate you all hanging in there with me and bearing with me on this situation as I work through this newfound technology, this this moment of time where I have this opportunity to reach out to a large group of people and have conversations on a daily basis. Um, it is been it and it will continue to be an incredible opportunity for me and hopefully as i grow more comfortable moving forward i think it will get to where we enjoy all of this stuff um in another piece of news moving on from the the uh joe biden or excuse me moving on from the bill cosby controversy and if you have any questions or comments about that please feel free to put them in but i think that what we're seeing is again i want to emphasize the fact that money is what buys access to our legal system and and that to me seems very disappointing again over 50 women accused bill cosby of this most of the cases of accusation that were legitimate accusations totally illegal behavior most of them were outside of what's called the uh the prosecutable time frame okay ken williams all right bring yeah hey guys it's tim uh ken williams is joining me what do you got ken well, I just wanted to call in and uh, say thank you. This is a real public service that you're doing. I appreciate it. Well, Ken, I think that you calling in is also a public service because the bottom line is, is occasionally, as you can see, I get a little bit lost in the technology here. And I get lost in this notion that I, I have to have like every single thing to say perfectly all the time. So, Ken, why don't you tell me a little bit about what's going on in your life, a little bit about... Um, our shared group of friends, things like that. I think that would be great to share with this group of folks. What um, what I find at the forefront right now is I am glad to see that people have discovered the Constitution. I am glad to see that they're reading it to the school board. I'm glad to see that they're reading the 1980 Supreme Court decision to a school board that you work for me, you will listen to me. Not censor me. I'm glad to see all of these things happen. Glad to see a document that's been buried come to, to protect our country. It's came to life to protect our and this critical race theory. I think is nothing child abuse, propaganda, and indoctrination. But we are having a resurgence of people. Instead of saying, "Well, somebody else will take care of that," they've discovered. Excuse me. They've discovered that nobody else is going to take care of it. That to be yeah. free, you've got to take care of your own life. You've got to protect your own children. You've got to protect your own community. And you have to read three documents that set you free. And you don't answer to anybody. This is your country. You have title. You have the deed. You own it. And you are the boss. And I'm yeah, just so happy Ken, let me to ask see you this. Just, I'm going to throw. Ken, I'm going to throw a curveball at you, okay? Go ahead. The, the Constitution simply delineates rights that we as individuals already have. The fact that the Constitution, and this is just a curveball, so bear with me, all right? The fact that the Constitution delineated those rights gave our government the tool to actually abridge those rights. What do you think about that? Absolutely not. If we are diligent and if we are 
that we litigate. What people don't understand is politically correct will not stand up in court. Politically correct is the bastardization and the lie of converting the English language and inverting it. Right now, a Christian white man who is a family man who works two jobs so that he can go to church and donate to the community is evil. So what you're talking about there, let me, and again, let me jump in. You're talking about what we're looking at in society and we're saying a certain segment of population seems to be under attack and you're calling it right now the white Christian male. But when we're talking to um, Black Lives Matter activists, they're saying that the Black Lives Matter, people living in cities in densely populated urban areas are also under similar assault. And we both are, we all are begging the government to pay attention to us. How, how do you well, come up with a resolution for that? Just out of curiosity, what's your theory there? The universal assault is that the political class thinks that we work for them and they're the boss. And we've allowed them to keep eroding and chipping away. There's an 1803 decision of the Supreme Court that said no law that is unconstitutional is enforceable. Yeah, Everybody so let me jump in again, and I don't mean to interrupt you, and I apologize, but the, the issue there, guys, how do we, without money, without unlimited funds, without lawyers just at our beck and call, how do we access the judicial system to say, this law particularly affects me and is therefore unconstitutional? And I'm telling you right now, when we look at the red flag laws in New York State, it's practically impossible. So, Ken, I didn't mean to totally ruin your vibe there, but what, what do you, how do we no, handle that? How do we litigate those situations? What, what is wrong with America is the silent majority of Christians has been turning the other cheek, and it got hit with a flamethrower. Yeah. If man does not stand for his own rights, they disappear. We keep electing politicians like Biden that's been there for 49 years, never passed the bill, never done anything right, been on the wrong side of history. And you keep electing these people because they give you free stuff. Free stuff only costs your soul, your spirit, your checking account, and your children's future. The only thing that's free is slavery. But everybody says, oh, they're going to give me some free stuff. When America's public stops being a vegetable and starts being responsible for their own life and says, I have to change this, I can't elect anybody to change it, we'll get our country back. But that means you've got to get off the couch, set down your beer, quit worrying about the rectangles, and communicate and participate in government. So, so I, I, let's just go about some of the things that... Um you covered there, okay? I think that people are active, but where we're, we're missing the situation, where the problem comes in, is that we cannot agree on solutions. And so your solution is, let's go back to the, the, the founding documents and, and let's live by those documents. And how do we get there when the battle is no longer about the founding founding documents, right? Where we we have people well, that are sold on oppression. You're talking about people that are begging the government for free stuff. And sometimes I think when when we get into that, and Ken, I just want you to bear with me here. When we get into that style of conversation, 
what we do, what we in fact do, is we lose a piece of the the whole group of people that recognize that government may in fact be the problem. So how do we fix that piece of it? How do we reach out to this next generation? How do we discuss the Constitution with them? How do we inform them of their natural rights? How do we try to make it clear to them that in fact, the law does not necessarily work for them unless they have a lot of money. How do we handle that? You got a solution? And I, I know it's kind of tricky and a little bit unfair, right? No, nothing's unfair. There, you know, if you want fair, get a job, take $5 to the county fair, and buy yourself some cotton candy. Life <laughs> is not fair. Well done. There is no such thing as fair. I have seen more hardship, more adversity, more bad luck, more trauma, more operations, more surgery, and more hell than most people I talk to all day long. But you know what? I'm too stupid to quit. I won't you get quit. up and you get and back to battle every single day of the week, right? Is that the idea? There is one so person on earth that can make you a loser. It's not a politician. It's not a teacher. It's not a parent. It's not the police, and it's not politics. The only person on this planet that can make you a loser is you. The so you're saying you that quit, there's the law the of infinite potential, you right? You just get up, you go to work, you're going to find automatic success. That's where you're going. That's where you're going for. I'm going to say this, and it's not politically correct. The minute you quit, you turn to sh. Okay, yeah. The only thing is, is we're, we're actually live on the radio, guys. So when it comes to swearing, if you want to be on this show, and again, Ken, this is with all due respect to you. You know, you and I are friends. We've known each other for a long time. But you got to watch your language, guys, period. That's an absolute fact. That's the way it's got to be. Um, guys, we're heading in, coming up on a break. Ken, what do you got for closing thoughts here? What, what else, anything else you want to share with this entire audience, the audience of the WYSL and the WACK? If you want to be free, it's your responsibility. Quit blaming somebody else for your loss of your life, your government, and your rights. If you don't stand up, you better shut up. You're a slave. I, and guys, libertarians think that taxation is theft, that the property and income taxes in our country are way too high, that we think that there's other ways to fund our systems of governance, and guys, that we could, we could fund them on a much lower level. And again, another shout out. Thank you, Ken, for joining me today. Thank you all for out there in the Facebook audience, the likes, the comments, the shares. And if anybody else wants to call in after the break, I am here for you. But I've got a stack of stuff that I promised to work on. And guys, thank you all. This is a free solution. Tim O'Connor for Liberty. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website. There 
hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Okay, guys, welcome back to the new and improved free solution. Now with 20 to 28% more, Tim O'Connor. Uh, first of all, we're live on WYSL and WACK. I guess I have some people calling in. I was going to circle back around to the, the Bill Cosby thing, but I guess Larry Sharp might want to have a conversation with us. Let's bring him up. Larry, are you out there? Hey, how are you, my friend? I am wonderful, man. Thank you for the help trying to get this whole technological situation straightened out. I don't think I failed miserably, but I may not have gotten it perfect either. How are you? You are amazing, Tim. I'm so happy that you are here. I love this. I want to go right to your Cosby thing, though. I mean, we, we can't free Britney, but we can free Cosby. What's going on, man? I... That, isn't this a problem, right? Isn't that something that we have to look at as a society? This guy, obviously, by any kind of preponderance of evidence, committed some heinous acts, right? So he made an agreement. Um, my friend Will Phillips kind of helps clarify this the situation here. He made an agreement with a prosecutor in a civil trial that he couldn't certain statements couldn't be used. This was then in turn used by his lawyer to invalidate his prosecution in a criminal trial. Does that make sense? Yeah, but the, the, the problem that I always have with this stuff, right, is that the, the pro, there was enough to put him away. Like, why did the prosecutor have to decide that he or she had to use extra stuff? It, he was going to go away. It just drives me crazy that I, I feel like, and I could be wrong on this, but I feel like the prosecutor went too far and paid the price for it. Don't we always see sort of prosecutorial overreach that ends up costing them? I think we could go back to the OJ trial, right? And take a look at when Christopher Darden wanted OJ to try on those gloves in front of everybody. And then yep. they made a show out of that. They absolutely destroyed their own case. They they made themselves look incompetent. And I, that's the issue that we face in society. One of the issues, we, we get into grandstanding and we get chasing fame and trying to acquire fame and prosecutors and lawyers trying to and it ends with this a guy who obviously did some horrible stuff walking free yeah but the 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 bigger problem in my view is you only get to take advantage of that if you got cash right if you've got enough money to drop seven figures on your defense like oj like cosby when the prosecutor oversteps you can take advantage of it but you're some guy like me or you. We go to, we get caught. We don't have enough money to drop seven figures, you know, on on a case. So the prosecutor oversteps, and we just go to jail. Yeah, we we hit that wormhole, right? Right where we make enough money to pay our bills, we but we make too much money to get a court-appointed lawyer. Like you're not, you don't have access to the judicial system. There's too many laws. There's too. It just gets clogged up with nonsense. And here you are. I think you're making a, a great point. 
millions and millions of dollars were spent on these trials, on the on the OJ trial and on the Cosby trial, because these guys had yep. unlimited assets. And here we are saying some of these laws in New York State are incredibly horrible. It, but if if they try to prosecute me with them, what I will do is make a plea agreement because I have to get back to life. I have to get back. I yes. have to. So where do you where do we take this? Where do we head with this stuff? I, I used to joke and I would tell people, you know what I think? We should have all of our laws written in Russian. And people would say, Russian? What are you, crazy? Our laws written in Russian. Well, then I can't read them. Well, you can't read them now. There's no difference, right? <laughs> you got to hire a lawyer to read your laws. Instead, you'll hire some Russian speaker to read your laws. There's no difference. And I say that obviously as a joke because, to your point, there are so many laws and so much out there. There's no way we could handle it, right? It's crazy. How could we handle it? So we're at a point where we, if we, if you go back to, and this is gonna, this is gonna sound a bit odd, but if you, if you go back a couple of years ago, guy running for office, the uh, Godfather's Godfather Pizza guy, he was running for office and he said, I want to make sure there's no laws more than three pages long. Now I'm not saying we should go three pages, but the concept is a good concept, simplifying laws, smaller shorter laws, more readable, would help us all. But our laws are, you know, 5,500 5, pages long. It's crazy. So I think simple laws would help tremendously. And laws that are only with victims, not as just don't do what I don't want you to do. Yeah, there are a lot of laws that are, are simply designed to control other people's behavior, that stimulate the aid of your neighbor if you don't put away your lawnmower at the right time of day. I, yeah, as libertarians, I think we've had enough of that. I, we, I think we can yeah. sell this concept, Larry. What do you think? We got to talk to people and explain to them: stop getting angry at your neighbor, stop wishing for a law to get written. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's a whole lot easier if you talk to your neighbor than than try to get the cops on them. It's a whole lot easier. I got a great story about my neighbors, man. One is a Trump fan, one is a Biden fan. And they both want me to be mad at each other because I'm the guy in the middle. So the Trump fan's like, oh, you're conservative. And by, by the, well, excuse me, let's do that backwards. The the Trump fan is like, oh, you're kind of liberal. I don't even think you know what you're talking about. And the, the Biden fan is like, oh, you're a big Trump supporter. And I'm like, honestly, I got you both. And don't try to make me mad about his impeach Biden sign. And don't try to make me mad about his his pro-Biden agenda sign, none of that matters to me. That Those things are artificial divisions put into place to keep us fighting. Let's solve real problems in all of our own local communities. Can we just do that? I am with you so much, my friend. Well, look, Tim, I'm gonna let you run and run this show. I'm gonna go off and do my thing. You are doing a great job. So glad you're here. Have a great one, brother. All right, Larry, thank you very much. Hey, hang on, don't go away. Are you gonna run for governor? He doesn't want to answer uh, that question I mean, right now. I'll you don't have to answer that question. Summer. I know I put you on the spot there. I'll announce in the summer. Okay. August? I mean, it's Maybe summer. August, July, yeah. June I'll 22nd just August went by. Yes. I know I'll put you on the spot, brother. Thank you very much for being here. Your help the other day trying to get me technologically straightened out, it was very beneficial, even though I kind of botched it a little bit earlier in the day. But you are a true speaker for the, the Voice of Liberty, the Freedom Movement, the solutions to problems that the government creates. Thank you for everything you do, guys. You can check out Larry here on Tuesdays at noon. You can check out Larry practically every night of the week, Monday through Friday, 7 o'clock on the Sharpway Show. There's ways that we can change, that we can make impact, that we can consume alternative media 
and have better conversations. Thanks again, Larry. I much appreciate it. Have a good one, brother. All right, you too. All right, guys. One of the things that I did want to explore today, and let's again thank Larry for for calling in. Um, but the Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter movement, the leaders of that met with Biden officials, and um, this is a Dateline from CNBC, Brian Schwartz. It's, it was posted yesterday, and they're disappointed so far with the results of what's going on. And I think as libertarians, a lot of conservatives and some liberals realize that when we are simply competing for votes and stuff like that, what what happens is a government makes promises to us that do not they do not ever intend on keeping. They were going to change the whole dynamic. The Biden administration gave the Biden, uh, the Black Lives Matter people, they gave them the impression that they were going to change the entire system of policing. Their leaders from the Black Lives Matter met with White House officials earlier this year to discuss our policy agenda. While we appreciate the chance to talk with them, we are surprised by their lack of progress on issues that matter to black people. And guys, I'm not the black person expert. I apologize. I'm not trying to come off as a black, the, the black rights, black matter kind of expert. But I think that this illustrates in our society a, a specific problem, all right? And so that's why I want to talk about it. Um, the meeting and its aftermath indicate that Black Lives Matter and the Biden team are headed for a standoff. I, I don't know that they're headed for a standoff, but what the Black Lives Matter system situation, what they're trying to ask for is a better style of community policing. And you guys can watch Larry when he talks about it, or you can check out some of my other shows when we talk about community policing and serving our communities. And we've we've seen violence done by police, we've seen violence done by people, and we've seen people basically in the middle of mental anguish and mental breakdowns that when we view those situations, when we take a look at things, I, I got to imagine myself as a human being that there would be a better way to handle some of those situations. I think in Rochester, a nine-year-old girl got tased, okay? I mean, that's that's a real problem. We have people in the midst of an emotional, mental problem and they end up getting injured. I know that compliance is important when it comes to police officers because I don't want police officers getting injured. I don't always have exactly the perfect solution, but we're working on free solutions. Let's see if we got some comments over here. Um, Let's see. Will Phillips, once again, if laws were written in Russian, at least we wouldn't be under the impression that we understand the law. That is another good point, right? We talk like there's a law against that. That's illegal. We're going to take people to court. And I don't know that none of that ends up coming to fruition. Um, is the Biden fan afraid you'll get nuked? All right. I'm not exactly sure what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. I, I did bring up to the Biden fan like what's changed what's made what's made your situation better why should i support biden and i mentioned that we're still dropping bombs in the middle east and still injuring people and still running an imperialistic regime to, to ensure the free flow of oil from foreign countries guys and i'm, I'm anti-war you know that all right guys we're heading to another break this is a free solution live on wysl and wack down in newark
your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. All right, guys, welcome back to a free solution. New and improved with 20 to 28% more. Tim O'Connor. Guys, we want to thank our sponsor this half hour, Virtue Sauce, available exclusively at Tim O'Connor for Liberty. And guys, it's a completely made up product, but I'm going to be expanding on it. If you have you have been able to bear with me for this this long, thank you all. I apologize again for the technical glitches. I apologize again for my certain amount of ineptitude with the, the, the technological aspect of this and a certain amount of ineptitude of being truly and incredibly very nervous right up until I'm done with this show and even then for a few minutes afterwards. So guys, as I grow into this, I hope you will bear with me. I hope you will continue sharing your comments and your thoughts. Shout out to Larry Sharp for calling in. A shout out to my buddy Ken Williams, a constitutionalist. I think that there's room for us to all come to these agreements, all right? So, guys, when we look at the politics of division, guys, and that's what I was going to with this whole Biden thing, okay? This this whole, like, Black Lives Matter going to Biden and saying, you guys haven't met your obligations to us yet. And Biden saying, ah, you know, we're going to, like, refund the police and fund them more and we're going to do, like, that's this politics of division. When we, when we divide ourselves into micro groups and you want to be a constitutionalist and you want to be a Black Lives Matter human being and, and all of those things, guys... I'm totally okay with. They all make sense to me. They all work for me. You want to be a Christian. You want to be a Christian baker who doesn't want to bake a cake for that. Guys, I can, that's the, this is where we get ourselves divided. And this is how the government continues to grow its size, its scope, and its manipulations of us. They write laws that don't make any sense, especially in New York State, guys. It happens all the time. And now we're going to kind of transfer into one of my favorite subjects there's news is breaking about Andrew Cuomo, everybody, as you may or may not know, the governor of New York State. And I want to say things like the incompetent governor of New York State, the malicious governor of New York State. But some of that, some people are going to be offended if they hear that. But I think that we can make the case that this guy is an authoritarian who governs in a way. Guys, they gave him a, they, your legislator, the people that you elected to represent you, granted him and enormous amount of power to deal with the COVID restrictions. That should have been done in a, such a way that it was re-examined constantly, okay? That every three weeks we ex examine, re-examine, the whole legislature gets together and say, examines his decisions. That's what we pay them for it. And then sunsets that, that executive order power or has to reinvigorate. Like they have to take a proactive act to re-institute re the executive powers. Now that's not what happened. He 
last week just dismissed and said, all right, the executive order situation is over. I don't even know what that means. We're going to have to see what the how the legislature interprets that. But the breaking news on Andrew Cuomo, guys, the New York Assembly panel is finally, guys, about to start issuing subpoenas in the Cuomo impeachment inquiry. Uh, the Senate Assembly Judiciary Committee, Charles Levine, a Democrat from the 13th District, which is basically encompasses a small chunk of Long Island. The, the assembly districts are broken up by population. So basically one assembly district has the same amount of people as the next assembly district. So anyways, he's the head of the Assembly Judiciary Committee, and he is about to start issuing subpoenas in, guys, the sexual allegations, sexual harassment allegations. Let me just explain something again, as we've talked about this whole show, our lack of access to actual, an actual judicial system that does provide checks and balances. At any point, guys, the assembly, when they promised to impeach or discuss impeachment, could have started issuing subpoenas. They could have started issue, interviewing people on the floor of the house. They didn't need to do, we saw it happen on the national level with Donald Trump. They did not need, they do not need to drag this out forever. They could have started the impeachment process and done the investigations concurrently at the same time, not drag out this whole issue of issuing subpoenas. And guys, let me just tell you that that is a trick to decide to maintain political power against Andrew Cuomo or, in fact, to also enhance his political power. Either way, they're not providing a real system of checks and balances on Andrew Cuomo's power. I think that as like New Yorkers, we probably already all realize that. Anyway, um, but what, again, this is where the virtue sauce comes into play, man. Slather yourself up with virtue sauce, write laws that don't make any sense. Don't actually do your job of impeaching Governor Andrew Cuomo, and then act like you did something important, okay? That's how it goes. Also in breaking news, and guys, this news is completely unrelated, okay? 100% is the next news article it's completely unrelated to the fact that they started issuing subpoenas to investigate Andrew Cuomo. A majority of New Yorkers say Cuomo should not run for re-election. Right? This is a Siena College poll, guys. 39% of voters believe Cuomo should finish out his current term and not seek re-election. Wow, 23% more, guys want him to resign immediately. So look, you could put me in the 23% more category. You probably all understand that. But when you add those two things together, you get 61% of New Yorkers want this guy to not run again. Which brings up some interesting situations in New York, interesting dynamics. Like if he doesn't run again, who is going to run to replace him? Letitia James, perhaps. I mean, maybe she'd be a good candidate. Law and order Democrats, are interesting to me they they don't bother me as much as social justice democrats let's just say and guys i have lots of problems with the, the republican party and i'm going to say this this is going to be an interesting piece and I'm, we're going to explore this more down the road i think that the democratic party itself is technically less power hungry and corrupt than the republican operative parties in new york state when we look all over new york state the republican committees the chair people of the Republican committees, and this is all over New York State, guys. I know of at least five that people have told me about, okay? At least five. The Republican chairperson of a county 
has what's called a consulting firm. Now, just think for a second what that consulting firm could, what, what business that consulting firm would be involved in. All right. Obviously, guys, it's in getting people elected. So the first thing that the Republican County chairperson does is interview your bank account to see if you're going to be a good candidate to be a Republican. Now, some of the other things that I like the concept of smaller government, because that, in fact, the government, in fact, legislating virtue against each other is a real problem. So we can solve a lot of real problems with actual less government, sometimes zoning, less zoning. So 61% of New Yorkers don't want Andrew Cuomo to run for governor again, um, which is interesting. So how's that going to play out into the investigation? That should be... Yeah, Derek Gibson, guys, I, I was hoping to have a conversation with Derek Gibson on this, this call, but I, I imagine he's a busy on this uh, show today. Um, but I imagine he's a, a busy guy. And I'm responding to some Facebook comments. And again, guys, bear with me on this technological kind of, I le I'll learn to be a better performer as we move forward. Um, okay, so the issue that we have is I sent him a phone number for him to call in. I would love to talk to him. We're basically running out of time today. We can do a recorded segment. All right, we're, we're up against one minute. I got to finish this, this bit about Andrew Cuomo, okay, guys? In it, I want to read a statement by Andrew Cuomo's Richard Rich Azo Party, and this is about this will detail back into uh, the investigation. Today's Siena poll is surprisingly positive, and guys, he said 61% of New Yorkers don't want Andrew Cuomo to run again. But as the political spin doctors always say, we can find a way to put a good spin on this. Richard Azapardo, Cuomo's top senior advisor, says, Today's Siena poll is surprisingly positive because New Yorkers have only heard one side of the story and haven't yet heard the truth. When they hear the true story and the political games people are playing, it will be much different. Also, it's remarkable that only 13% of Democrats said the governor should resign, even though virtually all Democrat politicians have called for it. Clearly, Democrats believe the governor more than 